0: The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119. Attention WBCALP, 102.9 FM. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email radio at bnntv.org. I'm welcome. I'm your host, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. <clears throat> and the name of our show is Author the Trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. And again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. And the name of our show is Author the Trenches. And the focus of this show, again, I got no issue with no group, I guess no group, no extra grind. I focus on my group, American-born black, because we have the, we have we have become the forgotten group. Our needs were never met from the 1964 Act of Civil Rights, Affirmative Action, or even being called minority. These groups that King and our parents, parents, parents fought, bled, some died, beat down. These orders was which was was, was, was was supposed to. Addressed the issues of centuries of slavery and apartheid Jim Crow, never really, 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 aided or, or, or uplifted the group. The last fifty years since King was murdered, <clears throat> the group that I belong to, American, American American born blacks, have been totally removed from center stage. Everybody's issue is being addressed at ours, at at but but ours. Everybody everybody's getting issues, policies at them, but us. We are not part of people of color. We're not immigrants. What brought these groups here? No, no disrespect. It's not what it's not what brought us here. We have been here since 1619, 403 years. So again, my focus, disparaging no group, against no group, against no group, got no axe to grind. Grind against no group. But my focus is on the group that's given the most, and I always got back the least. American-born blacks. In every war, starting with the war for independence, only to be re-enslaved. Every war this country has had, American-born blacks have shed their blood trying to show and prove that we are worthy and deserving to be included with all the benefits and perks of whiteness. That included not only to not only vote, but for, fair, but for housing, mortgages, contracts, good health, top quality schools, Every world country has had, we have bled and died, only to be turned to second-rate citizen. And so my focus is on my group. Again, I disparage, I, I disparage no group, not against no group, no acts against no group. But American-born blacks have been totally, totally taken up the board. Our issues, which are legitimate, which was never, ever addressed, we was never made whole by these ordinances that came into existence because of our Sacrifice and struggle now has has been weaponized to benefit everybody but us, everybody. So again, as I always say, my focus is on my group. I denigrate no group, I guess no group, with no axe to grind. But I think it's important that someone speak on behalf of American-born blacks, who are now the the forgotten group. And in fact, economists say that a American-born blacks really Ah, a permanent underclass. And by 2053, it will be official. At this current rate, if these trends continue with no initiatives aimed at us only, American-born blacks as a group will be wealthless by 2053. And That's only 31 years from now. So again, in my show, observation of the trenches. Today's topic, what black Americans get wrong about voting. Where Black Americans have gotten wrong about voting. <clears throat> voting is is an exchange. I will vote for you. If these policies that are aimed at me are doing something. What we've allowed in the last fifty years is what I call a con to be running us. Just vote, just vote, just vote. There's no demand put on anyone who's running. And they they all say the same thing. I went, what? Education for everybody. Jobs for everybody. Home ownership for everybody. 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 And for some ungodly ungodly reason, it never trickles down to American-born blacks. And please, 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 please stop putting those Hispanics who just got here in the same category with us. We are the only group that by laws have been disadvantaged. We're the only group who's here when America was what called untapped, undeveloped territory. And if there was no such thing called white racism or white supremacy, American-born blacks would be one of the wealthiest group in this country. We would. But because of laws which deliberately denied and excluded in the Austric side, the group I belong to, Black American, we find ourselves a permanent underclass in a country that we built into the richest country in the world. And the wealth that was that was that was derived off, our, off my ancestors' labor is paying trillions, gazillions, today to the white community, to everybody but us. <clears throat> and so again, I want us as black Americans to understand. And you don't have to take my words for it. If you would, I recommend that you do this here. Hear from the man himself, MLK, Martin Luther King. For more information about voting, if you go to Google right now, hit MLK from a dream to a nightmare. That's right? MLK from a dream to a, to a nightmare. You hear Dr. King doing, doing an interview in Atlanta before he was murdered. I think it was like 65, somewhere around there. He said, and I quote, he said, I kind of hate I gave that speech. I, I have a dream. It has turned into a nightmare. And in fact, it didn't cost the government nothing for us, the right, for us to get the right to vote. It cost the government nothing for us to sit at lunch counters, theaters, restaurant, hotel, nothing. It didn't cost them anything. It will cost the government of billion of dollars, to, to deal with slums, poor education, housing, health care, etc. And what he was referring to is what transpired here in Boston with Mayor Marty Walsh, who named Dudley Station, right, Newark Square. didn't cost Mayor Walsh not one cent. No wealth changed hand. No ownership changed hand. No property changed hand. It's all what? Symbolic. Name change. What Dr. King was saying there in 65 in an interview in Atlanta at the church, the same thing. Yeah, you passed the 1964 Act of Civil Rights. Passed. Yes, you passed the 65 Act of Voting Rights. Passed. But it's done nothing to elevate American-born blacks. Nothing. Nothing. Because from the very beginning, from the very beginning, the white elite and the white community were undermining these initiatives from from the very, very beginning. How can we get around it? Because for some ungodly reason, there's complete contempt and disdain for anything that might remotely benefit our community. Anything that might remotely benefit us is met with ostracism, contempt, and pushback. So we have been led to believe every time that there is an election, this is the most important election of our lifetime. If we don't vote, we're going back in time when we couldn't vote, et cetera. I mean, to say to all hear my voice, please, please, please stop being, that emotional pro- pro- propaganda. Stop your emotional lives. King was murdered for us to be, view, view, to be viewed and treated as full fleshed in system with all the personal benefit of whiteness. That included not just the right to vote, but to contracts, city, state, and federal, and private, Okay, high-income position, top-quality education, top-quality housing, top-quality health. All the elements that make up or comprise what a citizen gets and receives is what King was fighting for. And voting was just one part of that. It's a very daunting and untruthful when you say that's all that King was died for. No, it's not. Voting, this, voting don't pay my bills. Don't pay my mortgage. Don't pay my car note. It did not allow me to absorb my daughter's tuition from Hampton University and also from BU. Being a contractor, being a business owner with a contract that, that is successful, allowed me to have a revenue to absorb her costs. Voting without purpose is foolishness. For the last 50 years, American-born blacks have been voting with no results. That's why in our community, there's such apathy, disconnect, and disengagement from the whole process. Why? Then ran that con game, you got to vote. It's the most important voting in our lifetime. If we don't vote, you know, we're going backwards in time. Folks will come out there and vote. But what they fail to understand, this country runs on laws, policies, policies that become law with the funding and enforcement. We were disenfranchised by laws, baby, by laws that allowed the white community on all levels, state, city, okay, counties, churches, companies, individuals to what ostracize us. And subjected to what amounted to crimes against humanity. The state allowed it, I mean the government, the federal government allowed that by laws. By laws. So if you don't understand the importance of policies and laws, you're foolish. So if a policy is not aimed at you specifically, nothing good's gonna come of it. This one size fits all policies that most politicians are echoing or trying to promote has done nothing to elevate. the American-born black community. he's done nothing for us as a group. Done nothing for us collectively. So is it any wonder that our people, of all the people here, okay, are less inclined to participate? We've been there the longest. And we've heard how important it was to vote. And for more information on that, if you read uh, King's last words of wisdom, uh, where we go from here, chaos or community, he even talked about that American-born blacks should vote in a block, as a block, as a group, not just vote. That's like a shotgun approach, where we voted. But when you vote it. But when you vote as a block, you can say this here. Okay, mayor. Okay, city councilor. Okay, state rep. We command 20,000 votes. But we want you to push this here initiative. You got your agenda, your agenda, that's yours. But here's our agenda for you, for our vote. We want you to make sure of the $2 billion that the city spends every year with outside contractors, that black American contractor get their share of that. Are you willing to sign on to that there? If you are, these 20,000 vote, we're going to vote as a block to push you. All right, state, state senator. Okay. Again, same, same concept. Taking keen belief in, and group voting as a block. Okay. Uh, you're for, for a state senator. Very well. Very good. Here's what we want you to do to get our twenty thousand vote for you. The state spends over four point eight billion dollars, right, without that contract. Black American providers got 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 what ten million dollars? Got ten million? Eight million? Got ten million eight hundred thousand? That. We want you for our vote to make sure that you're going to fight that we get a greater share share of those dollars. Are you willing to sign on to this platform? If he or she says yes. Boom, we all vote for that person as a block, as a block. And also, we now hold them accountable as a block. Oh, you didn't do what you said you was going to do? Now we vote you out as a block. That way your vote is respected as a block. To vote as individual is ludicrous. It's foolish when you are, what, a permanent underclass. And I really take issue with these church uh, ministers who say, just get out the vote, just get out, the, just get out and vote gotten vote. Not telling you that your vote is diluted, when it's not like a raise, a laser pinpointed at a specific candidate who's gonna stand and fight for your issues. Why do you think folks spend billions of dollars, millions of dollars, going down to state house or D.C. to lobby for their issue? Cause why? They understand those laws carry weight when they're aimed at you, when they're aimed at you, and foolishly. We're in this nonsense of just voting. Just Did you vote? Yeah, I voted. And when you don't get the results that you want, then you become disillusioned, disgruntled, and you disengaged. Because those who call themselves black American leaders in the city of Boston across the country don't understand what King was alluding to when he said, we got to vote as a block." Voting in itself is useless without purpose. And I contend, in the last 50 years since King was murdered, that we have been led down the wrong road on the importance of voting. Voting did not increase my quality of life. I'm not living where I'm living because of voting. I am comfortable now because I had to go out and upgrade my skills to be able to demand top dollar in in, in the labor force for my labor. That's why I live where I want to live, drive where I, want, where I want to drive, go where I want to go, eat where I want to eat, I want to eat and I can absorb costs. Because why? High income, baby. When you got high income skills, you are making more than above average. So what? That means there's a lot of surplus capital sitting there and savings and investment. But when you're just making 10 20 bucks an hour, everything you got is going out in cost. Voting, in itself, does not increase your quality of life. It doesn't make you comfortable. It doesn't pay your bills. It doesn't allow it does not allow you to live where you where, where where you want to live. Without purpose. And I contend in the last fifty years since King was murdered, this year just vote 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 nonsense has gotten us nowhere. What has it gotten us? How has it how has it increased the quality of life of black American? How? Every meaningful category that, that I, have, I have seen and read says that black Americans are dead last in every meaningful category. Education, health, homeownership, employment, you name it with dead last. These components Is what comprises your quality of life? How well you're doing? Are you comfortable, or you always in what I call struggle mode? Any unexpected bill sends you into a tailspin. That's where most of our folks find themselves. Why? Because they have low income skills, and they vote regular, but their life does not improve because they don't understand. Voting without purpose is foolishness. And we have been subjected to foolishness for the last fifty plus years on just voting. And they always get you what you see. What they say to us. That's what they say to it. Somebody died for us. Somebody was hung for us. Somebody was murdered for us to get the right to vote. Somebody walked fifty miles to get the right to vote. That might be true but it's also fighting for other things, right? Contracts, right? High income, employment, top quality education, due process under the law, good health care, all the components that comprise citizenship, Right? It was fighting for. But we have been bamboozled and a hoodwink to think it's all about voting. Just vote, 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 vote. And now you have, 30 years later, apathy, discontent, discontent and, disinter- and disinterested people who are not interested in voting. Because Why? They're seeing it did nothing for their parents. It did nothing for the community. It's done nothing for them. People don't engage in anything that does not do something for them. Black elite. They don't. And so your just foolish concept, get out the vote and just vote, it's foolish. Well, vote, vote for the person that you think going to do X, Y, and Z. That's foolishness. That is diluting the vote. When we have a candidate who's running for office come to the church or to wherever we go, where are we going to hear them at? We don't want to hear their plan. Here's our plan. We got 25, 30,000 votes Behind us, here's our agenda. Do you promise to sign on to it? If you do, then we will vote for you. We should not invite folks to give us their views of what they're going to do when you're bottom cast. We need specific policies aimed at American-born blacks only. And without that, this shotgun approach but one size fit all policy nonsense Does nothing for us. That's why I contend our people are totally turned off from the whole voting process. As long as those who call themselves leaders do not understand that simple fact, we are destined, destined to remain a permanent underclass. And I contend that in America, black America needs a Marshall Plan. You might recall the Marshall Plan is what the United States government used to get Europe back on its feet. That's right. Trillions of dollars were spent to get that region back into the economy. Took about thirty years. Europe and Japan came back online. You know, in the late '60s, early '70s, they're back in line. But the Marshall Plan was the impetus that put that continent back in play. We need the same kind of attention, And the Civil Rights Act, of 64, minority status, birth action, were all supposed to be our so-called Marshall Plan. But, whoa, the language didn't say that. Didn't say that. So it says what? 1964 Act of Civil Rights based on sex, right? Race, nationality, this and that. That means anybody can benefit. All those folks you see who now come across that border illegal, all can benefit from the 1964 Act of right. Got no skin in the game. None of them, even all the immigrants who've come since 65, all of what minorities? Everybody now coming under, under the umbrella that was initially, right, fought and died for and passed for the benefit of, of American blacks now benefit everybody. In the country got all these folks out in there, now, now you must try to also absorb them and share wealth with them. And I believe, it's my belief, that no immigrant, legal or or illegal, should take priority over American-born blacks. We're citizens. We are citizens. And citizenship matters. You can't go to no the country, no the country, and see them, right? having immigrants, legal or otherwise, right, take top priority over their own citizen. But the reason why it happens here, because there's contempt and disdain for our group. And they sell this here hatred as we are a nation of immigrants, but they never say why we stole the country, we slaughtered the Native American, right? We needed folks to populate this great land, this vast land. Never say that. We are a nation of immigrants, well that's not us baby. We're not immigrants. We don't fit in that category. And because the disdain is so entrenched towards us for, for four three years, right, everything has been stacked against us. The sentiments. Black men are, are seen as what criminals, perpetrators, right, minister societies, you know of no value. Black women. Right. Aggressive, angry, etc. So the whole group has been demonized by our community because it benefits them. And so voting has done nothing to elevate our group at all. And we need to understand what we get wrong about voting is that a without purpose, voting is useless. It serves no purpose, without, without purpose. What are you voting for? And if you're not voting for for initi- initiative that's aimed at us only, that's what it's going to take now. That's what it's going to take. This universal policy, one-size-fits-all policy that most politicians are promoting will not do the mark for us, baby. So I'm, It is what it is. It's not going to hit the mark for us we need to understand it's time for us to grow up and mature as individuals about this process called voting. Voting in and of itself will do nothing to elevate and make life better for us. If it's not tied to an initiative, an effort, and an ordinance that's aimed at us only, we're too far behind. All the economists said, black American," because of slavery, all right, and apartheid Jim Crow, it's going to take specificity, meaning that the policy must be aimed at us only. It's going to take decades and centuries for us to get out of this here hole. And what we do today, although we fight for a new deal for black Americans, it's really going to benefit our children. We're really saying we don't want our children to be in the same hole that we find ourselves in. We don't want our children to be seen and be in the same light that we've seen, no wealth, no inheritance, always starting from square zero with nothing. So yes, we fight for for tomorrow, but you want to be comfortable today, which means you must be highly skilled. You must be highly skilled. You must acquire high income skills to not live down here on the bottom. And keep in mind, white America, would prefer to hire anybody but us. Anybody but us. Why? They come with no grievance. There's no history there. There's no pushback there. And many are grateful to be here. Why? Whatever they get, it's a million times better than where they come from. You see the folks down at the, the border. Whatever they get, whatever they get, it's a thousand times better. Not begrudging immigrants. I got a problem with immigrants. My problem is restricted with immigration. All coming back to government. you allow these folks in here. you're doing that. so until they change, right we got to make sure that we are highly skilled to get off that bottom whereby we can be comfortable although we're gonna fight for our people fight for a better deal for us we need to be clear we're not fighting for a better deal for ourselves We're silly. If you're not fighting for policy to be aimed at us only, we don't need a black agenda no. Not disparaging those who are who are Caribbean or African. You no, know, we're fighting for a black agenda for American born blacks only. Because ordinance that was supposedly there to uplift us have been totally weaponized against us. So again, we we need to use we need to stop using the word black altogether. A you know acronym that uh Yvette Connellum used is ADOS, which stands for American Descended Slaves. It distinguished us from Caribbeans, and also from Africans. We got to because we are very unique people with a very unique history. We're not them. We're not them. Because you got black skin and speak English does not make you an ally with us in our fight. We need to come to terms with that. Not begrudging anybody. No act act extra ground against nobody. Here's what it is. Folks do not come to America to become allies in the fight against white racism. They they don't they don't come here to change that paradigm. They don't come here to change that paradigm. We need to come, we need to, come to accept that. This fight is ours. And the they their action that you know that. They want to be compensated. They want to get high income jobs. They don't care what happened to us. That's that's your bag. We didn't come here for that. They come here, right, to share in the wealth of this country for them and theirs. And I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. That's why we look out for ourselves. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higgum Bottom. Listen to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Again, you listen to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Name of my little program is called Observation from the Trenches, where I share things I see out here that affects American, born black community. Disparaging no group, against no group, and against no group. My group has been totally removed from the board. So I think about things that affect my group. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back in a minute. Don't go nowhere. And please, please, please stay tuned. You took the first step and quit smoking. But even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step. Now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. I'm back. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show the trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. My topic today is American Black, what we get wrong about voting. American Blacks, what we get wrong about voting. Again, as I said from the uh, beginning, I'm here against no group. Got no no, no action grind against no group. I want to focus on my group because why we have been totally, totally taking up the board. Our issues has been totally removed. No one fights and speak on behalf of Black America when we are mentioned always with brown people, other high risk group, as though our issue, right, does have does not have merit to stand on its own to be addressed. It was never addressed by the '64 Civil Rights Act. It was never addressed by affirmative action or minority status. Those initiatives that was thought and I thought, thought, died, and bled for, right, came into existence to, to to address racism, white supremacy, has totally failed us. Because why they've been totally co-opted and ostracized us out of the process, and it's been weaponized to benefit everybody but us. Everybody but the group that it came into initially initially to serve. It serves everybody but us. So I'm here to talk about today to my group, American-born blacks, what we get wrong about voting is real simple. To borrow a phrase from Dr. King, if we ain't voting in the block, it's useless. If we're not voting as a block, it's useless. And that's why so many of our people, right, across this country, right, are totally disillusioned. And again, If we don't change our rhetoric and our stance, then we are gonna keep being the bottom cast. Because we're gonna need laws aimed at us to aid our children. This fight really ain't about you and me, or for us. I'm sure Dr. King and our ancestors out there with him, they probably knew that their sacrifice and effort was not going to benefit them. They probably knew they would never benefit from their sacrifice. From the name calling, the beat down, being spat upon, hit with bricks, you know, beat up. Some lost their life, some had their bodies permanently damaged. They probably realized that nothing they was doing was going to benefit them. But they had the courage to stand firm, using nonviolent. To look, the hate, and evil in the eye—not just for you right to, not just for the right to vote now, but for everything that encompasses being a full-fledged citizen. That's why I take issue with so-called leaders, be it locally or nationally, who always, always, right, make it seem like if we are not voting, then we are letting the people down. As though voting has increased our quality of life. As if voting, right, has allowed us to move and be in the towns and communities that, that we want to be in. As though voting has allowed us, right, put our kids in, in the school that we want them in. Okay? As though voting has allowed us, right, to receive due process under law. Voting has done nothing for us. When you really look at it, you really sit back and look at it. Voting has done nothing for American-born blacks. But we are used in guilt trip to vote. To vote. Right now, President Biden wouldn't be there if American-born blacks did not come to his aid in South Carolina. When he left, all right, when he left, out of Iowa, right, which he lost, by the way, everybody was writing was him off. He writing him off. The blacks in South Carolina, black American, right, revived his chances of getting, getting a nomination. From there, right, he won the South, and then went on to, to get, you know, uh, nomination. But what did we get in exchange for that? What did black American get in exchange for saving Biden presidency and also uh, putting him in the White House? What exchange did we get for that? Nothing. Back up. We have been taught to hold President Trump in total contempt. He's a racist, 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 racist. Mm, Okay. President Obama wasn't. He told us firsthand to our face, I'm the president of everybody, just not black Americans. We got nothing. We got nothing. So symbolic, he won. It was symbolic. We came out there, but we got nothing to deal. And so we have been taught to despise and hate Trump, which is rhetoric. Okay, fine. But again, Biden. No Obama has done anything for the group. Yet we voted for them by what high high eighties, high nineties. We got nothing. And President Obama, everybody benefit but us. Illegals, doctors, dreamers, right? Bankers got something. Right? The auto in, the auto industry got built out on under under Obama. Everybody got something. From President Obama, but the group who are bottom cast, who gave him in the high 90s our vote and got nothing but rhetoric. Symbolism. Symbolism. And he went on to chastise black men. Didn't make sure you get no contract now. No city-state contracts. nothing of substance. He didn't give you nothing. Eric Holder. Again, black man, highest cop in the land, right? Did he take on qualified immunity? No, he didn't. On on like the federal level, nothing. So having blacks, right, in high position has proven to be utterly useless to the elevation of the rank and file. Useless. Colin Powell, Colin Powell, general, did nothing to uplift black Americans. Condoleezza Rice, Right, Secretary of State did nothing to uplift Black America, but but we voted to put them in there. So what has voting done for the rank and File? Nothing. Because why we don't demand nothing. We don't demand nothing. Not ask. We don't demand nothing. We don't say. Dr. King said, "We got fifty thousand votes here. Here's our issue that we want you to work on. Will you sign up on that? Will you sign up on that?" If you do, we pledge as a group to vote for you. If you will not, we will not vote for you. We got this thing all wrong, neighbor. Voting is an exchange, not a giveaway. And emotions should not play at all when it comes to politics. And in fact, I'll go so far say that black Americans they have no loyalty to no policy. I mean, excuse me, to no party. It should all be about policy. What's your policy as it pertains to us? Not this here, you know, group. Not universal. But to us. We are bottom cast. We are now a permanent bottom cast in the country that we built into the richest country in the world but got nothing. And so... We always led to feel guilty if we don't vote. We don't vote, but to get nothing, and the leaders not figured out. Our leaders have not figured out the reason why, because nothing from nothing leaves nothing. We was turned off from Trump. We asked for nothing, but we got nothing from Biden. And to get a black woman, black American. On the Supreme Court, she's there to interpret the United States Constitution, which has done nothing for us. The United Constitution has done nothing for a black American. And in fact, those concepts, democracy, constitution, what has it done to elevate or uplift us? So now to have a black Supreme Court justice who is a black female, black American, it's gonna do nothing to uplift the quality of life for the group. Nothing. Absolutely, possibly nothing. And in fact, if President Obama had some courage or some achievement, he had two terms he could have put in there. He could have he put in a black American uh, female politician if he had the courage and conviction to do so. But he didn't. He didn't. Because why? There was nothing in his agenda ever aim at us cuz why? He's not one of us. He's an American, right? An African American. He's an African American. His father from Kenya, his mother's white. There's no lineage that connects him to me. There's no culture that connects him to me. All we share is black skin, speak English, and African ancestry. That's all I, I share. I am an African ancestry, but I'm not an African. So again, he did nothing for us. So we keep electing people into office then in the end he ends up doing nothing, nothing for us. Nothing. And so there's one thing folks fail to fail to uh, admit, but Trump was right about. When he said to black American, what you have to lose, what you have to lose, your schools are terrible, and they are. Right? You got no wealth. True. You're broke. True. All the things said that, that, that uh, President Trump said about black Americans. True. True. It might hurt for it might have hurt folks' feelings. But it's true. I just seen a report today here in Massachusetts. They they really great the schools. Everybody's doing good, but who? American-born blacks and these these folks of color, these immigrants of color, those children. Well, if you were to, well, you were if you were to desegregate the data, desegregate the data, you know, separate the data. You see, the black American kids have always done poorly in these school systems. Always, always done poorly. So we don't need to be lumped into with kids of color who just got here, but but our leaders and our black educators, don't, black educators don't have the courage to say, "We demand to educate our own children." We demand to educate our own children. We can't do no, we can't do no, we can't do no 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 worse. We can we, we, we can't do we can, we can't do any worse. We cannot do any worse. But they feel they have that kind of conviction in themselves and belief in us that we can create a better experience by education for our kids. We make it relevant given the history and this relationship that's based on white supremacy, white hate, but they don't want to do that. Why? No, 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 no conviction, no courage. So they go along to get along, you know, those, they highly educated. You know, they're getting paid well. And they sign off on things they know is never going to work. And so, again, you vote folks in that, in the end, ends up doing nothing, nothing to make life better for the collective. And you need to understand, neighbor, that Dr. King was for collective uplift. Collector. He was not just for a few being called the first here or the first there. Oh, the first mayor, the first sheriff, the first dog catcher, the first first bus bus driver, the first this, first that. That's insulting. For people been here since 1619. Supposedly emancipated in 1865. In 2022, we're still having, you know, hand clapping over the first this, first that, that's insulting. That is insulting. That is absolutely insulting. The first male, the first DA, the first judge, first one to go to college, first one to finish high school, that's insulting. That is absolutely insulting. The black American would pay homage to the so-called first. Is that all we can do after 403 years? Just now getting around to being the first? Come on now. Again, I say again, voting in and of itself is going to do nothing for us without those policies Aim at American born blacks only. And Dr. King realized that in his last words of wisdom, the last book he wrote, he said, We must vote as a block. And I kind of realized why he said that. Because he recognized that just to vote, to be voting, is going to do nothing to uplift the group. And he and our ancestors who were out there with him. Who paid our ultimate price, knowing that they, that they 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 would never benefit from their labor. They got nothing in return. It's more about it's out there more than just about voting. They want us to be treated and included as full fledged United States citizen with all the perks and benefits. And for some reason, I don't know why, it's so hard for our so called leaders today, Black American leaders today, to understand that simple concept. And so if we don't understand that if we need to fight for policies aimed at us only, only, they're not going to benefit our children. There's not going to be any, any inheritance left for them. They're going to receive what we have what we received, nothing. But welcome to the bottom. Welcome to this permanent underclass. Again, I'm your, host, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of the program of the from Trenches. Today's title American Born Blacks What We Get Wrong About Voting. Okay, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back and continue the conversation. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I'm back. Okay. These closing the minutes here, you know, uh, before we wrap up today's uh, conversation. Hope you find it very educational, you know, and food for thought, something to think about. And don't get me wrong, let me say again. <clears throat> Although my focus and energy is on American born blacks, because I think, and you know, I don't think I believe we'll become the, the unforgotten, our needs, we, we were never made whole by a form of action the 1964 Act of Civil Rights or Minority Status. Those initiatives that were, were initially on the books because of us has been totally weaponized against us. They benefit everybody but us. When you mention black Americans, you always, you got to include everybody else, Spanish-speaking, other at-risk group. Understand, neighbor, our grievance stands on its own merit. Black American grievance against the federal government stands on its own. It stands on its own merit. It don't need to be added to anybody to make it legit or you know, you know, legitimize. It stands on its own merit. We don't need to be uh, added to or have other groups, you know, couple with us. No, they just got here. We've been here for four hundred and three years. Four hundred and three years fighting white supremacy, white racism. You should never forget that. Never allow anybody to compare your group, your issue with Spanish speaking. Or those from Haiti. No, 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 no. If there was fair play from the Gideon from 1619 when I entered the first arrived here in America, we would be one of the most richest groups in America. Think about it. It was fair play. Because America was an undeveloped and a virgin territory. It's untapped. We should be one of the most wealthiest group here. Instead, economists are saying that by 2053 and 32 years from now, we are going to be a permanent underclass with no wealth. Well, we already, for most of us, right, already an underclass with no wealth. Most folks got zero wealth. When you subtract your assets, assets minus liability, right? It comes down to the most folks zero. They got no wealth. And to figure it out real simple, take your assets, savings, stocks, bonds, real estate, whatever, you know, car pay for, whatever, you know, put it up at the top. And, so, and subtract from your liability what you got what you to pay, what's going out. And if you got more assets than liability, you're in the positive. If you don't, you're in the negative. When I did mine back in 1991, all right, I was in the negative. Negative. And voting did not help me to get out, get out of that predicament. I had to go and upgrade my skills. I had to acquire high income skills to better myself for tomorrow. And so will you. Voting is not going to make your life better. Never have, never will. Because policies that are aimed at a group elevate and uplift that group in time. And for you and I, neighbor, it's all about our children. It's not about you and I. It's about our children. How their world are going to be. Their world. And so it's time for us to grow up. Time for us to wake up. Because we have been going down the wrong road for the last 50 plus years since King was murdered. We've been manipulated manipulated, and exploited when it comes to voting. And the reason why so many of the rank and file don't vote or are inconsistent in voting, they see no return on their vote. Because we don't understand the importance of block voting. If you don't vote as a block, you can't demand them from nobody. And that's been the case for the last five decades. We've got none in return for voting. So I want you to understand that it's not going to change. we got the midterms coming up here in November. And already you hear the propaganda being launched at Black America. It's the most important vote in our lifetime. They bring it back President Obama, you know. It's the most important vote in our lifetime. That's what they always say. I've heard that, I heard that line so many times. It's, it's like redundant. If you don't vote, then you the cause of whatever happens. It's because of you. Well, let me just be clear with everybody, especially black Americans. We didn't do good on the Bush, one and two. We did not do good on the Clinton. We didn't do not good good on the Obama twice. We did not do good, all right, on the Trump. We're not doing good on the on the Biden because why? There was no policy aimed at uplifting our group. People talking about Trump. We didn't do well on Obama. We didn't do well on Obama. We're not doing well under Biden because we were never part of his platform. Everybody who runs do not have a platform of uplift of uplifting black American. None of them. Cause they see if they mention anything about us owning, their chance of winning is no. So it's always other high risk group other minorities, other people of color. Come on now. It's an insult. It's an insult. And we need to stop allowing that foolishness to happen. Just that simple. It's an insult. So again, I say to you, the reason why the rank and file is turned off from voting, disillusioned, right? Apathetic. Nothing good comes of it. It's just a plain simple. Why would you put energy and effort into something that does nothing to uplift you? Who would do that? Who would do that? And so you keep wanting them to do something, and there's nothing tangible coming back to to the group. And they're not figured out in America, they start to call cap capitalism. Capitalism, there are two important components. One is capital, one is labor. Well, the federal government made sure that American born blacks will have no wealth. It passed laws that locked out our parents, 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 parents from ever acquiring wealth or being able to participate in this country's growth. The only thing you have left, neighbor, is your is your labor. If you're not trying to acquire high income skills, high income skills that allows you to be comfortable, to live on your own terms, do what you want to do when you want to do it, you're going to struggle. And the vast majority of American born blacks have always lived in struggle mode or just get by mode. I contend it's time for change. If you don't vote, you know, your self-interest. If folks have policy aimed at you only, you're foolish. And the results back up my statement. That's why nobody, you know, out there masses for black Americans voting. They've seen no return on their effort. So again, all I can say to those who hear this broadcast, <clears throat> what we get wrong about voting, we don't vote in the block, nothing good comes to us. Nothing good will happen to us. So, again, hope you enjoyed this program. I'm your, host, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show, Off the Basement Trenches. You've been listening to WBCA 102.102.FM. Again, WBCA 102.102.9FM. So, tune in next week. And I hope you have a pleasant day. We'll talk. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119. Attention LP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.